Welcome to the Self-Taught Designer Podcast. You discovered you have a passion for design. You love learning new things and exploring new ways to be more creative. So what you did, you dove head first. Don't know what you're doing, but you keep on going. You are passionate, dedicated, and one heck of a creative genius. But you doubt yourself. You question if you can do all these things. The truth is, yes, you can do it. I myself is a self-taught designer and I had the same question and doubts every day. But I know I got something to share and so do you. That is why I am on a mission to help you fellow savvy self-taught creatives that despite all the procrastination, self-doubt, we have something to offer to the world and our creativity is a gift worth exploring. So come and join me as I share my story, tips, mistakes, learnings so that you can learn from it all. So let's go and dive right in in today's episode. Hey Savvies, I'm so excited for this uh, series of podcasts that we are publishing right now because um, last May, it was actually the Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. And what I did is that I actually gathered some amazing Asian American entrepreneurs, particularly from the Philippines, um, they have that heritage or cultural heritage, same as me, because I'm originally from the Philippines. So I have four special guests, and but for today's episode, we are gonna be talking to our fellow Savvy Lovely. She's actually part of the Savvy family, basically one of our amazing web designers who are helping us with our clients. So I'm just so excited um, for you all to kind of go into this conversation getting to know more about our Asian heritage as a Filipino. So I hope you actually enjoy this. Hey, hello, hello. Happy Thursday. All right. So I am just so excited for this um, series of Savvy Thursday. So hey, guys, my name is Joanna. I'm the creator and founder of Savvy Chic Design and Savvy Template Shop. And welcome to our show. Uh, I kind of feel it like our show. It's called the Savvy Thursday. And we're in We Go Live every Thursday to bring in some guest experts and also special guests um, so that they can share their journey and it can actually help our audience. So we are currently live in our YouTube channel, in our business page, and also in our personal page. So if you might be shocked on why you're seeing me live that is actually what is going on every thursday every 2 p.m eastern time zone and what i love about the things as well of having connection here and especially with this one because this month is going to be a very special series that we are doing um usually i have guest expert every month one one guest expert every month to kind of just bring in and share their expertise that is aligned with what we are creating but for this month um i'm so excited because of a very special thing that us as an asian american um here in the u.s is currently celebrating and i kind of want to make that part as something that we are all aware of and why we are also celebrating this one right so before we actually bring in our guests so let me know where you're tuning from if you're watching this live if you're watching this one on a replay i'm also just gonna be checking how our volume is yep looks like everything is okay which is amazing right so may is a very special month for me um personally number one because it is my birth month yay just don't um i'm just gonna tell you soon what day that would be and what year 
we're celebrating. That's such a milestone for me. I'm excited. And also, um, May is actually also the Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Month. And if you have been following me, I've actually invited some amazing guests as well for the whole um, Thursday of this month because I kind of want to bring in my fellow Asian, particularly um, Filipinos. We are just one part of the of the community of Asian community we have from different from um, you know from Chinese Japanese Cantonese Cambodian there's a lot of us but I kind of want to bring in my fellow Kababayan or what we call or in English our countrymen and countrywomen um, who are here in the U.S. paving way and contributing in their own way as an entrepreneur in finding our voice in what we do and the passion that we want to create but before of course um, before I bring in my guest, I kind of just want to give a little bit of a background, the history and who we really celebrate, right? So um, it actually really basically started and coming here in the U.S., I've been here for almost seven years. So it's really new, right? Um, knowing like what is this all celebration is for. And it, I don't know, I bet my guests can relate to me that like, when I go at, at a place or a public place and I just hear a language that we speak that we speak our dialect or our language i kind of just like oh my gosh where is that where is that where is that right so it's just such an excitement to find somebody who who are from the same country who come here and really are doing all the things that we are doing so um, this basically started the Asian. Um, it actually started in 1978. Um, it's a kickoff. This is basically where it all started and where it actually initially started as a week. Uh, it's actually was called Asian Pacific Heritage Week, and this was in around 1979. And then a decade later, President George W. Uh, H. W. Bush um, expanded the celebration from a week into a month, which is going to be uh, that was signed um, in May 7, 1990. So I'm really looking back in my history, right? Thank you for Google. Thank you so much. And then 20 years later, um, 20, um, uh, 2009, President Obama actually then separated it and really renamed the celebration. That's what, why we're calling it now the Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. So they are really kind of just um, really divided it accordingly just to make sure, right, the proper distinction between the both as well. So, you know, Pacific Islander are descendants from the indigenous people like Polynesia, Melanesia, and Micronesia, um, this sort of things. And at any point, guys, um, I'm not an expert. I did my own research by doing this. So at any point that there are any information that might not be, please just let me know and be happy to edit it accordingly as well. And of course, me coming from the Philippines, from the Asian Asia continent, right? There's seven continents. Thank God for geography class. <laughs> so um, there are basically five different regions, right? But I kind of want to, um, in particular, us, my guests and I are actually in the part of the Southeast Asia part because there's like the East the Eastern Asia, you have like the Southeast Asia, you have the Central Asia. So I kind of want to, because Asia is really a big country. And the thing is that we are in Southeast Asia and we are in the Philippines. And in the Philippines, there's a thousand plus 
um, a thousand plus island and I am one part of an island in the Philippines in the middle part. So you see how excited I am because uh, sharing this one, because one thing is that like they just, some people really just know Philippines is just like one country where it's just like multiple islands. And I remember this one during a Miss Universe interview, like she was asked like how many islands has the Philippines? And her answer was, do you want to know the high tide or the low tide? Because there's actually islands that get covered during high tide and show up during low tide. So that's just some FYI information, right? So that's the reason why, guys, um, I'm just giving you a little bit of a background on why I'm doing this. Because one of the things is that I am proud of where I came from. And I'm proud of where I am now and the country that has embraced me and has really helped me be I want to be and be able to find my impact. And of course, I just can't do it alone and I don't want to do it alone. That's why I am bringing an amazing guest here with me. We are in the same we found the same passion in designing and helping a lot of entrepreneurs when it comes to their brand and in their website. And what excites me the most is that we've connected online for years, but we haven't really dived in into that conversation until recently. And I'm just so happy as well that as she is building her own dream with her business, she designed it also to be part of the Savvy family. So if you're actually going to be work with me, you're going to be working with her as well. So I'm just so excited. So guys, let me just bring in. I'm so like, I'm so like a show, right? This is so cool. I'm just so happy. I'm having fun. All right. So our guest is actually the creator and um, the creator and founder of the app, lovely Abbott Web and Branding and Company and Co. She grew up as uh, she grew up and spent most of her life in Cebu, where I also is or from, right? And move here in the same year. You know, I'm a year earlier when you actually came into the US. So guys, thank you so much. And thank you for uh, being here with me. Lovely. How are you? Hey, 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 hey. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Like it, this is so exciting, right? Yes, yes. Kamusta? Maayod, mayo, mayo, mayo dirang hapon. Life is good, and as always, we Cebuanas always are hard workers, so laban lang every day, like for our goals and for our dreams. Yeah. But um, yeah, here in Florida, it's all sunny and all humid, so I'm excited. Philippine weather kayo. Oh, so what I'm saying is that Florida, just like the Philippines, where we are from, right? Like it's so yeah. hot, it's so humid. We're kind of just used to it. That's why I was like, okay, it's ready. So hey, lovely, thank you so much. I know, like, I I really love it. Where we grew up in the same city. I actually came from Cebu, but I was actually um I was born in Manila. So in you know in the Philippines, we have our main language, which is Tagalog, and then yeah. we both speak our own dialect, which is called Cebuano or Bisaya. So that's the, yeah, <laughs> which is the local, the local, um, you know, form of language. That's why when you know how many language do you speak? I said three: English, Tagalog, and Bisaya. <laughs> yeah, yeah, awesome. So, um, you know what? We are celebrating that Asian American. Um, you know, we've came here to the U.S. We tried to navigate a lot of things, but tell me a little bit about your story. Um, coming in and creating something that now you're fully enjoy as an entrepreneur 
building things, right? Figuring things out. Tell me a little bit more about you besides what I've shared to our savvy audience. So I came in here in the US uh, 2016. So that is when I also gave birth to my son. Um, so I wanted to have something. I wanted, I wanted to do something that is out of the ordinary instead of you know, having an employer, going to an office or a day job. I want to have something that I can do from home while I'm raising him, while spending time with him. And at the same time, you know how we are raised in Cebu or in the Philippines that it is really not about validation, but you want to have like a contribution to your family. So I want to have that you know that income it may not be that much you know but it's something that i i want to do so um i googled and i started uh seeing being a va and it started from there um at first i was doing a little bit of everything like general va uh stuff like social media tech and then after a year i discovered canva um and then i enrolled in different va programs that is where I decided to pursue just to focus on Canva branding and websites. So, and then a couple months after that, I was awarded a scholarship from Google, uh, which is a front end web development, which is a six month scholarship where we had to dive in, dive in um, coding, front end web development. And it, uh, it kind of like, that was the door for me to get into the website design. Uh, business. Um, then I was still kind of like freelancing here and there. Uh, I was getting clients, and but I wasn't really that full time. Not until last year that I decided to make it like a legit business and have my own LLC and company name and all that stuff. So yeah, and then I know that we've connected initially. I don't know which group. But I know that you were also from Cebu. We've kind of like chatted here and there. We've recommended clients. You know, I've recommended clients your way and vice versa. But we never really connected, like you said, uh, until recently. And I'm also now a part of the Savvy team helping with um, web design. So if you guys have any WordPress and Squarespace problems, we can definitely help you. So yeah, that's a little bit about me. Uh, I love gardening. Um, so you can find me in my garden if I'm not doing website stuff, but nothing too fancy. I grew up near the sea, but I don't know how to swim. That's a fun fact, which <laughs> is not really like my husband said how can you grow up next to the sea or the ocean and you don't know how to swim like i don't know maybe <laughs> i was just too scared <laughs> so yeah so thanks for having me thanks for having me yes looks like you guys it's a pleasure now yeah you are here with me and um it's just so nice and we are in the same we are also in the same um kind of boat and how we started that you know i've always had the corporate jobs at cebu and really kind of just um you know you know sales and marketing has always been something that i really loved and it's really just like an amazing opportunity to kind of to kind of find like hey what is it that they really love you know i've, I've worked as well like you know part-time full-time i remember doing all retails here there has really been a shift but the one thing also like being you know i am i am a citizen of the u.s through you know through through marriage right 
not through birth, but through the marriage and really gone through everything. And it has really been an, an adventure and it has really been an opportunity that for sure is. And I kind of love how you also touch base on like, you know, we find, we try to create something to really see how we can contribute first for our family yeah. and then create an impact on who we work for through our clients and also create like a family atmosphere with the people that we work with. I think that's one of the key things that as, like we, we really grew up, we I, I have fun memories that we really grew up like how our family is. And I think one of the things that I also miss is that how our tradition as a Filipino or as an Asian is that we always have that sense of really close family tie, diba? And then also the form of respect that we call each other. And you know, I I, I always say yeah, like I remember this one. I don't know if you remember this, like talking about some of the things or heritage that we have is really we cannot call our older siblings by their first name. Yeah. Oh <laughs> no. I remember my sister Judith, if Judith is watching right now, and called me Joanna, and my face was like, what did you just call me? <laughs> like, what did you just call me? You can call me by my first name. It's always, um, the word is ate or kuya. It's a, for, it's a form of um, respect, right? Is there any other, like, things that you we know like besides like our cultural or heritage as a filipino or in front of philippines i would remember when we were kids um every time there's like visitors at you know you know visiting the house um if you're kids you're not allowed to like butt in or join the conversation with the adults like yeah. if you're a kid like either you go to your room or you go outside adult conversation is just for adults not kids so that is also one thing that i have been teaching my son like when mommy and daddy are talking um you know it's you know not for kids stuff so let mommy and daddy talk about it so that's the one thing that i carry on to to my own son another thing is new year during new year my mom and my dad would always freak out if we won't be home like at that very minute of when it hits the 12 midnight mm -hmm. of the 1st of January. So yeah. it has been like a tradition and they say it's a bad luck if you're spending it somewhere and not with your family, not with your not with your home. I mean in your home, but I I've, I've always remember that that I think it's right now I'm thinking about it, it's more of like keeping the family together. It's more of like family focused tradition, although we had that superstitious belief that it's going to bring you bad luck if you're not spending it with your family but yeah. the the bottom line is really to celebrate something you know like momentous like a new year and celebrate it with the right people around you so yes yeah yeah i remember speaking of new year right i mean we have those um culture cultural like for example i need to have a 12 13 round circles round circle of fruits that represents good luck and money yeah. every month you need to have like sweets to bring in the sweetness of the year mm -hmm. um on birthdays right we need to have fun set or because noodles for long life right yeah and we really celebrate birthday just like a fiesta and you know and everything and i love i i, I love that one this that cultural and then 
we have been, I mean, the Philippines has been colonized by the Spaniards for a hundred years. And then after that, you have the Japanese era. And then, yeah. and then um, the American, I remember MacArthur, I'll be, was it the, the tagline again? Like, I'll be back. Uh, is it I'll be back? I shall return. I shall return. I'll be back. <laughs> Yes, Ibu, we shall return. <laughs> yes, we will return soon. We're going to see our savvy team in the Philippines. So, yeah, there's a really long history, and our heritage has really thought as a lot about things. I mean, yes, we are in, yes, Philippines is a third world country, but just the things that we really have, I mean, the, the fun, the, the adventures that we have, the destinations that we have, the, the beaches that we have available. And I love really, you know, um, anyone who's interested to travel the Philippines is really, really a good opportunity to do so. Because number one, we're, we are well versed in English. Like, you know, because have you ever had an experience as well? Like you, like, you know, here I said, oh, you speak good English. I said, uh, yeah, because the form of teaching in the Philippines yeah is english the form of communication of business is in english in the corporate yeah. right um yeah. unless it's like it's like you know we, we still talk in dialect but the majority of the communication is really in english so they don't have to they don't have to worry about that um what are other what are other like if you have to share like okay we've talked about like how we respect our elders and we bring it here. Now you're teaching your kids, your kid. And um, what other things are you kind of just like making sure that that family tradition or that Filipino tradition is really there? Um, I think I I've brought here a lot. Like my husband, I think he adapted to it like right away because he really wanted to like honor the traditions as well. But one thing is um, that is always present is. You have to do something for every family member's birthday. I mean, even if it's not that big of a celebration, like even if it's just a cake or cook something and then have the biko so you can stick together <laughs> forever. Oh, the biko, I miss biko. <laughs> yeah, and then I'd say like the mindset of, because we are big dreamers. And you notice that like Filipinos are big dreamers. Like even if you've started from scratch or people who haven't gone to school, if you ask them, most of them have the biggest dreams and they don't even have an idea how to get there. They just want to get there. And I think um, aside from the traditions and the practices and all that, it's the mindset that we Filipinos have yeah. that we are raised that way that um, especially women in the Philippines. Um, I remember my father would tell me, um, it's not because you're a woman, you can't have a career of a man or something or what man does. So it's not because you're a woman, you can't do carpentry or other yeah. stuff. So it, we were raised in, 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 a, in a society where we are not limited into what we are taught at school. So you can go to school, you can do that, but you can also follow your dreams or but you can also, you know, pursue other passion if you have any. So that's yes. one thing that I've brought here. And I've always tell Mikey that you don't have to be the smartest in the class. You just have to be kind and follow your dreams. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. And that is what I mean, we really have that 
um, we really brought up, you know, the sabi nila, the lagang Pilipina, pero also, you know, like, go get, you know, go getters and everything. And I think that's one thing that I really love about, like, even me, like, we celebrate, number one, how, you know, the Philippines is like, what, I'm not sure right now, but just on top of my head, the percentage might not be accurate, right? This is an you know, close to 80% we're all Catholics, right? We are all Christians, you know, when Magellan and Lapu-Lapu and all of those Raha Sulaiman and everything of those, you know, we always, we grew up, we grew up with that, with that teaching from our tradition or from heritage, from our family, uh, for how we respect the elders, how we become resilient, how we value hard work, how we value everything. And it's so funny because I was actually listening, I don't know if you're listening to Nicole Ayala and like the tambalan i always yeah. listen to them. oh my gosh they're like my go-to i remember in college i, I i'm uh, you're cit right i'm san jose uh you're right it's college i'm i'm ctu so it was like Cebu okay. technological university yeah. yes i was i was usg uh, usjr you know like and then on the way to jeep goods and jeep like they were talking about like you know with the pandemic happened in the philippines how can you actually really be like be productive and everything and then it was really the value of like you know we really find the work like here like here when i came here in i think one thing that i really appreciate also coming here in the philippines uh, in the u.s is that the ability for me that i know i can find the work and i know that i can take whatever job that will be given to me there was a mindset that just because i was a manager i was a big you know not big shot but kind of like you know in the company the last one i've come when i come here i have to have that one i have to remove that mindset and that's one thing that has really taught me that i have to adjust accordingly adopt accordingly um you know and really make sure that i maintain that you know the filipino spirit resilience and really just remember where i came from so that mm -hmm. to really just have that one i think it's just I think it's just like this conversation we actually don't really have like a run-through topic um me and lovely are just really you know reminiscing all the things that we kind of just now that we're trying to be an entrepreneur in our own right <laughs> trying to figure things out right so the things that we really just remember and i think that's one of the key things of course like um how we do it everything now what are the things that you really miss in terms of food Let's talk about the Filipino food. Oh my gosh. Dangke. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> um, the real Cebu lechon taste. Yes. Because you one. can try lechon here, like especially here in Florida, there's a lot of people like having, you know, like lechon. selling those or you know, made you know cooked order or something. But different when it comes to taste, Jude if it's a Cebu lechon. I don't know what's with the Cebu lechon, but you'll definitely notice, mm, like even my husband, he tried one of those things that we can buy from the store and he's like, it's not really lechon. I was like, I know because it's not Cebu lechon. <laughs> yeah, that's so why that and I think humba. Oh, humba. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if you have, so Debbie, um, Farah, I'm gonna give out to Shara uh, to Shara to Farah. She actually cooks really good, and then sometimes she'll cook like over the weekend. That was deliver siya, pack lunch ba? 
Jesus kumba ko na oi murder na lang yung ko and then and like and then and then speaking of dried fish lingaw kaayo because when I went to Florida and then because I can't cook dried fish here because it will smell the whole underwear everything and my husband doesn't like it at all <laughs> so ay nagluto gitaw si mama og unsa og buwad og chorizo go kalami wow Love you, Kaayo. Yeah, I mean, food. And the thing, though, with Filipino food is such a multicultural food. Do you agree with yeah. me? Yeah. It's not that, like, when you say Thai food, it's really the spicy Thai curry, yeah. coconut, right? We have our own version of that, which is like Bicol yeah. Express, right? Mm-hmm. And then when you have the Japanese, you have the Chinese, you have everything. They're so distinct. Us, it's such a mix, right? Yeah. So if the Chinese has the dumplings, Filipino has the lumpia. So it's different inside. The Chinese dumplings is different, but Filipino lumpia is more of like Filipinos put everything like vegetables, meat. It's the same thing with the Thai curry. Like we have our own ginataang, you know, ginataang meat or seafood. Um, Fried rice too, like we cook fried rice differently. It's a mix of Spanish and Chinese at the same time. Like yeah. we have the rice paella and then the pancit is different from the Chinese, uh, what do you call that, noodles? Yes. And then we have a little bit of spice from Japan, I guess, like the ramen, spicy ramen. We have that as well. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's really and- I think the lechon is more of the Spanish side. Because yeah. I know Hispanic people really loves, you know, the roasting, the whole pig. So I think we got it from the Spanish uh, colonization. So it's really everything under the sun. Like if you're looking for a taste of the whole Asia and a little bit of American, a little bit of Spanish, Hispanic uh, uh, cuisine, I think a Filipino food is that. That's what it is. Yes, yes, it sure is. And then, uh, yeah, when that's why when I went to Jacksonville, I really went away, uh, went to the uh, Purple Roots. So shout out to that restaurant in Jacksonville, a newly open, soft opening restaurant. And it was really, really, it just bringing back a lot of memory. And, you know, it's so funny. I don't know all. So my husband, when he cooks, he really knows how to cook for one person, two person. When I cook, my husband says, do you have the whole county with you that you're cooking the whole pot like that's just how we cook <laughs> and the funny thing is the recipe would always say something like that's about the recipe is always family size yes. you know what i'm saying like you're about to feed a whole town or yes. you're about to feed like three neighbors down the road or something <laughs> Yeah, and my, my, my stepsons get used to it that when we go like to uh, uh, sit down, if we can do, we start using the word, let's order family style. Because now yeah. it's like, because we, like, I don't know, I don't remember. I think in the Philippines, we mostly, most of the restaurant, yes, there's like per meal, like per plate, right? Like when we come here, but it's really always like good for four, good for yeah. No, three good for two type and then everything in your order is in the middle of your table and then you share everything so that's also some of the things and another thing I, of course i miss from the philippines is karaoke 
Oh yeah, yeah. We can't do that here because they're gonna be calling the cops Please. on us. If <laughs> Noisy turbans, noisy turbans. Yeah, it's so yep. funny though because in Florida, I think they're so used to you know it's it's much more bigger um Filipino Filipino community. And my mom was like, she'll just sing on her own if she wants to. I said, my, I said would the neighbor complain and then i also like when they cook the dried fish it was actually in the uh, in the backyard i said no one will complain of the smell here We're like oh my god i can't do this one <laughs> and i think they're used to it because jacksonville is like there's a big filipino community yeah. especially yes. here in jacksonville so i think they're used to it. if they smell something i'm like okay that might be my filipino neighbor <laughs> And I think one thing also that I like, like us, not just Filipinos, because I've seen my friends who are, you know, Thai from Thailand, Cambodia, is really that sense of community that we always, we love when we get together and we say party, it's a party. Like, and yeah. when we say it's a birthday party, sorry if anyone is like, no, no offense. We actually don't, <laughs> I don't want to say it, but we don't eat sandwich. We actually eat the whole meal, dinner meal. Oh yeah. Like if it's a, it's a birthday party, sometimes it's from lunch to dinner, like yeah, the whole right? party. <laughs> yeah, it really is like, oh, it, it did get, it gets some getting used to, right? Like, cause the meal here, like it's really, when you say finger foods, like, you know, sandwiches, um, chips and everything, that's really one thing that is here that I had to adopt to that. Us, when we have party, we really have the main meal, the main course, you have the dessert, you have mm -hmm. the rice, you know, it's really something that, that we have. And I love that we're still here in Kentucky. I don't know where you're at. Like we have the Bluegrass Filipino Association. So from time to time, we still bring in the celebration of the Philippines. Like, for example, we have Sinulog, um, which is the celebration of the child Jesus. So we still had the procession, the dancing, the little Santo Nino. Yeah. And then for any other highlight that is Filipino, we really they really celebrate it. And I try my best to go and um go with so it's just really it's just really nice and i think when we party we're really party like it's really like the whole, oh, yeah. whole thing and we like when, when we plan a party it has to have like the full package from the food to the lights to the sound and music to the tables and how it's gonna look like so that's how we plan a party and when i got here and i think i attended like a birthday party or whatever that is um i was like okay i was like it wasn't a party so i told my sister is that how they were supposed to have a birthday party because in the philippines like oh there's the chaw and there's the you know there's like a big bowl of content yeah and everybody's welcome like you know the, the neighbors can come over even if you're not invited and here it has it has to be like they'll send out invitations so it, it's it's that sense of openness to the community and i think that's that's one thing that would stand out as Filipinos is that, you know, the, the the sense of community, like you said, and we are like in a barangay, everybody knows each other. Yeah. And here we barely know some of our neighbors. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and it's, and that that also has like great benefits or great advantages or or however people would, would refer to that. Um, 
because when there's time that you need help, like you really need help, you won't hesitate to call your neighbor or you know go to go to their house and say I need help with something. Like here, if you don't know your neighbor personally, you haven't connected or you haven't even had a conversation with them, you'll be hes you you'll be hesitant to go like Hey, can I borrow your broom or something or <laughs> or your lawnmower? So we can't really do that here. Like in the Philippines, like you know yeah, we're good yeah. with it. Yeah. And then we don't call our neighbors. You, you really, so if there's words like manang, ate, kuya, atito, um, mm -hmm. we don't call the like really even you know um, what do you call it? Anyone older from us with the first name, and even though we know them, we don't still like for example, um, you know if like for example, if your mom, we're friends, right? We're not related. We're friends, and your parents are here. I don't actually call them by their first name. I call yeah. them as Tito, which is uncle or auntie. Um, yeah. It was a form of respect you'll never hear. Um, and then when you have your lola or your grandmother at home, even though I'm not her kid, but I'm visiting your house, I end up really, you know, putting mano. It's a sign of respect to, you know, like bless, mm -hmm. bless of the, the hands of an elderly going there. So those are like the things. And then so funny, um, you know, it just it just brings it's just it, there's just the things that makes me just kind of wanna wow the things that maybe we not take for granted, but the things that we just kind of like wow it's really different it's really different right yeah and you appreciate more when you're in another country yes yeah agree like that sense of of uh, like for example you discover that you have a neighbor who's a Filipina and suddenly you know she'll come over and bring you food even if you're not asking like hey there's something here like uh, i mean i got this from the store i thought you might like it it's that you know the sharing like uh like voluntarily like it's it comes naturally it's not something that you know you you ask for it it's natural for filipinos to help to share yeah. whatever they can um even if it's not that much to some people and that is very important because in this day and age, I, I think we need don't that. see that much. Yeah, you don't see need, it that much. Yeah, we need that all that kindness that we have, I think, from from everyone. I remember this one in the group for the Kentucky Filipino bluegrass community. It's just that, you know, when there's a new Filipino, like a Filipino nurse. And I don't know, guys, if you don't all follow Jokoy, who is in Netflix. I'm gonna see him in October here in Lexington. I'm so excited. He has a movie coming up. Yes, Easter Sunday. I'm so excited yeah. with one too. So there's really just like, oh my gosh, that so resonated with me. And I think it's just it's really just that our respect for the parents, you know, our um, you know, our culture makes you wanna you know, makes you just kind of value what it is, our resiliency, our hard work, how we value things, how we really um, and then one of the things that you all know about Filipinos, if you see anyone going to UPS store or post office with a big box, like big, like 24 by 24 box, that is what we call balikbayan box. Um, yeah. We save for that for the whole year because we want to send that one to our family in the Philippines. Like yeah. even, even a spam, like the spam. <laughs> Chocolate. Chocolate. Shampoo. <laughs> soap. You know, we send that out to our family members because 
it's such a big joy for them to get to get that what they call balik bayang box. <laughs> and it's 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 I think it's a way to share as well to them, like have them a little bit of the experience, like you know, like Americans. Oh, I'm eating a uh, chocolates from America, so it gives them like a little bit of American experience too. And it, it, I don't know, it's just feel you, you feel like I don't know if it's gratified or, but yeah. your heart is full every time you were able to give back. I, I know that in the Western culture, you would say like when you turn 18, you're not really obliged to help your family, but I mean, I know. It, generally it's true right but yeah. it's because of how we were brought up that family is always family and at the end of the day you could lose all your friends you could lose all you know the luxuries in life but your family will always be there so that that um mindset or that tradition is really is really something that i really value as a filipino yeah, I, I remember before, like, I never moved out when I was 18. <laughs> or I think I started, yeah. no, because 18, we're still in college. Yeah. Oh, yeah, high school here, 18, right? I graduated yeah. 21, I think. When I got my first job, I still stayed. And I remember giving my first full salary to my mom because it was like, like, really, like, I withdraw my whole call. I was in a call center my first job. I redraw my paycheck. I brought my mom to the ATM. I don't know if she remembers it. And I really gave my full salary to my mom. I said, okay, here's my first salary. Go spend it. What is needed at home? And mm -hmm. you know, that's it. And it's just like, it's not, yeah. And then I think like, you know, like we still have that one when you were, when you go back, when you go back to the Philippines, right? You know, you're not going to go to the, to, to a hotel or anything. You're going to stay at your, you know, parents' house mm -hmm. or relatives' house. And we have, all the party the you know the welcome party and everything so it's really it's really nice it's really nice to look back so um now we of course we've talked about like the things that we miss in the philippines the things that we do the form of respect that we do how has life also changed when you came to the u.s embracing a new culture embracing the new lifestyle tell me a little bit about that oh it has changed like not really like a hundred percent but majority of it changed like i can't walk from the house to the store anymore like compared to when we were in cebu right so like you you're in a in an apartment or something you'll just walk and go to sm or and um other department stores right here you can't you have to have a car yeah so that's one thing um the public transportation is not really really available to everybody like you could go to a bus stop and hop on a bus but it's different in the philippines especially in the province like where i grew up in argao you could just go to the highway and all the public transportations will be there and you could all you have to do is like yeah para, para. 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 yeah so yeah. that's that's how you do it so if a if a vehicle comes in what we call jeepney so it's a public transportation it's not even a bus it's not closed there's no air condition you just wave your hands like this and then if there's an empty seat if not they'll tell you no more seat do you want to uh, like sit in the middle like really or stand up or stand <laughs> up i've done that one in college okay I, i'm gonna yeah i've done that one like really hang in the jeepney because i was running yeah. late or like if you're not gonna do that you're gonna be stuck in traffic for three hours like oh yeah 
oh my gosh, I can't, I can't do that. And you're late. You're going to be late. <laughs> okay. This is going to be, I don't know if you've done this one, but this is something that, you know, sometimes it's hard. Speaking of jeepney, right? We're going back in terms of public transportation. I remember sitting behind the driver because I don't have any fare. Like, I don't have the money, but I need to you go forgot? to school. <laughs> like, sometimes, right? You don't have allowance. Like, you don't have allowance. You don't have yeah. money. I don't get pocket Well, I do get pocket money, but not that much, right? And I had to sit behind the, behind the, the driver and people hand you their fare, right? Like, yeah. okay, here, please. And then okay, and then you say, Manong, my my uh, Manong is like the driver. It's like it's not their name, right? It's just a kuya or a sir. There's a sir. Here's the here's my fare or like here's the fare. And then you act like as if you're the one who paid that one. And then after that, <laughs> I'm going down. I'm done. Like oh my god, I've done that award. Yeah, and because the jeepney is full, you wouldn't really notice that you didn't <laughs> you didn't pay your fare, guys. I've been there. I have been there. So. Yeah, luxury of the of transportation for sure is really different from the U.S. and the Philippines. And um, I lost that, uh, like I said, the community, like um, you know, knowing your neighbors, you know, having having that being comfortable of talking to people. I think because um, when I yeah when I. When I came here, I was like, I'm really short and my husband is tall. So when we go to the store, like they would look at us like, you know, like I'm a teenager, which I'm not because I'm short. I still get ID'd. My gosh. Like, I, still I, think, get- I think it's like a stereotype. That's what they call it. Like you get stereotyped. Mm-hmm. And then like I miss speaking just, you know, just Bisaya or something. Because I sometimes when I get like loud with my son, sometimes I would. And sometimes he would answer, blah, 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 blah. Like, he's trying to copy me, but he can't really talk. Bisaya. Um, yeah, I think that was in the family. Of course, you miss your family. Like yeah. you've been with them for most of your life. You miss yeah. the things that you can do easily. Like you can go to a party and not, not being worried about, you know, safety. Like here, you can't really, you know, you have to make sure that when you go out, you, you'll know where to go out, like where the access is, where the exit is. You know, there it's like chill, you know, like you go to a disco, like chill. <laughs> I can work in the dark alley and say, Mano, do not, do not, do not, do not. Yeah. I know you, I know where you <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it's really, it's really, it's really is something for sure. It's really um, a big change, um, a big change from, how we are public transportation how is it i remember it in my 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 mother-in-law saying are you sure you're just gonna walk from walmart to kroger and it's just like where i can see it i said yes i'm okay like and then are you okay to stay in the mall for eight hours because you know when we came here i didn't have yet driver's license um employment so i had to like tag along with my husband if i want to go and then stay in the mall right because he was like eight nine to five kind of job I said, yes, I can stay in the mall for the whole day. Like in the Philippines, that's just like a leisure that you can you can really do. You go to the mall, especially if summer time, because oh. it's hot, and you go to the mall to get free AC. Yes, <laughs> that is so true. And then, oh, yes. Yeah, and then window shopping. I love window shopping. <laughs> so I, I can survive window shopping for sure. So, yeah, I just... 
it's just amazing. I mean, there's, there's, you know, and then I think one thing also is that coming to the U.S., um, it really has given a lot of opportunity as well to find our own identity. It allowed, that's yeah. one thing, that's one thing that I love how U.S. was able to embrace me as an immigrant, um, to mm-hmm. be able to yeah. find what it is that I like and really create something because of my hard work and because of what I can do, not because of that education, you're a graduate of that, you're a bachelor of this, because here's the thing about also in the Philippines, for those of you, like, even a retail store, no, this is not to discriminate, nothing, it's just like a difference, right, of finding our own things, is that you really need to have a certain degree, right? To Bachelor's be, degree. Yeah, two years in college to be in, in a retail store. I mean, it's not different, but here, right, it's, it's different, and different in a sense. Like, there's just a little bit of a difference, is what I'm saying. Um, but, you know, being able to really find your voice here, kind of shift gear, and now we're doing the entrepreneurial and kind of just discovering our thing. And, you know, when we grew up, your mom really said, you need to be a doctor, you need to be a nurse, mm-hmm. an engineer. These are the things that we are guided into. And when my mom said, or my dad said, I said, be a nurse, nope, nope. <laughs> it's like, it's like uh, 80% of how you're going to turn up as an adult is, predetermined or family tradition that you have to follow like if you're whatever is an engineer you have to be an engineer as well something like that and here it's different like you're it's more open to what you can do your abilities not because of how you look like but of how you work Yep. And I think the possibilities here are endless. And yes. I think that's why there's there are a lot of Filipino freelancers that are making a good, you know, a good right. living or earning good income freelancing because the U.S. market or the Western uh, online market is more open to acknowledging and hiring people because they're good at what they do, mm-hmm. regardless of what your education background is or where you come from because both of us are self-taught right because like yeah what i know you said that you had a scholarship for the from google and kind of screening this off but we're both self-taught even me i've never had i've never had someone really ask me for the degree it's what what you can do and what you can yeah. deliver and whether it's a quality that they want and i kind of just it just opened a lot of doors. And one thing, though, like as a Filipino coming here, if you are just really open of learning and open to really adapt and open to really learn, it really gives you a little bit like the success is really high. Like when mm-hmm. I resigned, like you, when I resigned actually from my day job, I told really myself that if this business won't work, I have no problem cleaning a bathroom for a job because I know I can get a job. You know what I mean? Like if I have to shoot because I that's one thing also I've never had. Like I knew there's a lot of opportunities that are here. You really just have to be mindful and really be grateful for yeah. those. Because I can really see like wow there's a lot. Like if I can divide myself into how many pieces like yeah. there's a really a lot of opportunities that you can have you have here. And this is what something that 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 the U.S. that I'm really so thankful for. I'm really I'm so thankful for. Um, yeah, I'm just full and it's, of- it's it's something that not just Filipinos here in the U.S. but everybody 
doesn't you know you, you can't take that for granted because not everybody has the opportunity and you're given the opportunity to to follow your passion yes. and you think that both joanna both you and i are self-taught um you, you you always have to start from scratch or as a beginner if you are following like a lot of experts they didn't wake up one day and be good at what they do yeah. Like they they didn't wake up one day and be Russell Bronson or Amy Porterfield, right? So they started, you know, it's it's always a learning process. And to be able to to get into being an entrepreneur, it's something that you have to learn new stuff every day. You have to adapt. And that that is how you you make your business, you know, sustainable and you know, especially in the online world. Every Thing is changing every social media platform is changing every day or every month and just be open to learn new things and not just oh well i already know how to do this one program yes. i'm gonna focus on this and just you know forget about that no because even if you specialize on one thing you'll always um, come across clients that are more when it comes to like they want more stuff done mm -hmm. and to have that extra i think it's a bonus if you know like lots of tools mm -hmm. because by then you can really give the right value to your clients like oh yeah i've done the same thing and i've noticed that this is you know lacking in that particular platform something like that so you won't be able to do that if you don't you know open yourself up to learn new things learn new tools or read new books uh enroll in new courses and all that because having i say establishing a business it doesn't stop there it has to be an everyday learning process yes. and yeah I agree and regardless of what nationality as well like you know you can always build something and create something out of the opportunity that you have i think us you know just us like i kind of like wow and then all our guests like view abby is an owner of a photography and branding company um we have ivy is also a web and funnel expert we have christian who's coming in late uh, last of may who's a photographer videographer and these are all the things that we're really artistically inclined and just really finding our voice and finding our our passion and really tying it up with a bit of a Filipino flair and flavor, yeah. right? With our own and kind we, of- And we, I think we're naturally creative. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think we are. I mean, I don't know because this is so different from what I went to college, to college yeah. for. So I was supposed to be a teacher, but- <laughs> Yeah, I, mine was really like, a, what do you call it? This is the closest dream. And this is the closest thing of my dream to be a broadcast. A broadcaster in ABS-CBN or GMA or what a channel, what a channel, whatever that third channel is, I forgot. But yeah, I really like, you know. But yeah, I mean, it's just nice. It's just nice. I mean, I mean, this month, um, just going back as well. I know I love this conversation, guys. If you're all watching this one on a replay, it's gonna be just a normal conversation. It's a, like, yeah. Mixed, mixed it's like we're sitting in our living room. <laughs> Yeah, right. I mean, yeah, I mean, 
I mean, Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month is this month. Um, I haven't seen really a lot of celebrations um, about this, but we are not here to impose our, you know, our, you know, push it on other people, but more on sharing on what the Asian culture is, what the Filipino culture is more, um, how we are, how when we embrace the U.S. community, how we are so thankful for the opportunity that was given to us, the trust of our clients, you know, the opportunity of being here and being able to work at home. Because I've never thought that I'll be able to, like, um, to really, like, work at home and build a business, right? And be yeah. and help our fellow Kababayan, be part of our team and earn, you know, earn a living through what we do. I mean, these are things that I've never thought, but has been because that we came here to the U.S., we had a bit of an edge, but because mm -hmm. of the hard work, the the self-taught dedication, I always say, like, I've never read book this much when I was in school as now. Like, I'm, like, every month, like, I need to have a book. Every month, I need to have a book. Like, you know, or I've never taken lots of notes. Yes. <laughs> like, like, right now, like every client call, like, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> yeah, that is so true. So, yeah, I mean, um, yeah, if you're all like kind of watching us, um, please make sure to support Lovely. Um, Lovely, either you, you, you connect with her or with us because Lovely is part also of the Savvy family team. She came in, she said yes to us, and we are really on a mission of helping a lot of our clients um, bring their websites, their branding, their graphics, their social media come to life. And just having an opportunity to get to know the people behind the Savvy team and also with Lovely's uh, business, please do you know give us a heart or give us a support. I think that's the only thing that we are you know, trying to really work with and also sharing what it is like to be a Filipino, what are the things that we miss, the food that we have. Um, is there anything else that you would like to kind of share with our savvy family as well? Um, like I do have a lot to share when it comes to being a Filipino, but um, if you guys want to connect with me, um, you can connect with me, of course, by my my personal profile. I do have a Facebook page as well, Lovely Abbott Web Branding and Co. And then I'm on Instagram as well, uh, at Lovely Abbott. That's my Instagram username. And if you want to find out more about me uh, as an entrepreneur, you can go to my website, uh, lovelyabbott.com. Um, yeah, and you'll be seeing more of me behind the scenes um, with the Savvy team with Joanna. So if you have any questions about my business or her her business offers and services, uh, feel free to reach out. Hey, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you. I so appreciate you. I'll stay up. We'll surely have more of this discussion, and then maybe one of these days we'll surely meet. We're supposed to meet last week, but then things got yeah. so busy. So no worries. We're just practically neighbors. Like, <laughs> Yeah, we're just like 10 yeah, like steps away. <laughs> Ten hours, ten hours drive, and an hour and a half, like or, or two hours yeah. drive. Plane, I mean, from everything. Lovely. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. Um, being thank the you first on this amazing um Asian American. And hope, I hope that this opens new doors to the Asian American, you know, community 
to have like conversations like this as well. It may not be under your platform, but hopefully this will open up new opportunities to get to know more Asian American of heritage that are also rocking on their business life, right? So it, it's it's great to be inspired and to inspire people as well. Yes, yes, because you know we are all we our Kababayans are you know we need to highlight um, our Asian community or from from whichever part of the community. It's always just nice to have. So thank you so much. I'll see you and I'll talk to you soon. Yay! Thank you. Bye. All right. So guys, I think um, I hope you enjoy this. You know, simple conversation of laughters and thus memories, reminiscing of things. I think at the end of the day, that's really one of the things that we I am doing for this um, for this series of interview right now. Just knowing what are the things that our fellow guests have experienced as they're growing up, having um, you know the Filipino culture coming to the U.S. and how appreciative we all are of what we have. Um, we are a very re resilient community. Um, we really do work hard for our family and for our future and me coming from the philippines and being here is really such an honor and i always value every blessings that i have an opportunity that i have so uh, make sure to stay tuned next week we are going to have our next guest abby um Lagdao. she is uh she was a, uh, she is a client of mine we work together i've seen just amazing things that she's been doing she has been recognized um with a lot of filipino community and also in the marketing and branding space i'm so excited for you to get to know her so make sure to stay tuned i think for that one that is going to be i think that is going to be 1 p.m. Eastern because she needs to have, I think she has a photo shoot by that time. So make sure to stay tuned for that one. So guys, again, this is a reminder that the month of May is a celebration of the Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Month. And here in my business page, Savvy Chic Design, I am honoring four of our amazing guests, Filipinos um, who are entrepreneurs and trying to pave way for a better future for the next generation embrace more of the entrepreneurship here in the United States. All right, guys, my name is Joanna. I'm the creator and founder of Savvy Sheet Design and Savvy Template Shop. I'll see you again next Thursday with our next guest in this series of interview with Filipino entrepreneurs or Filipino, Asian, Asian American, Filipino entrepreneurs. Yay, I think I'll get that right. Great, bye. Thank you so much for tuning in. Till next time. So make sure to subscribe in our podcast as you learn more tips and tricks that you can use in your business as a self-taught designer and learn from amazing conversations from our guest experts. So make sure to stay tuned in our next episodes.